0: Last week we were talking about our survivor pick and let's just give a little background. It's $6 million. We already, because of the overlay and people losing in the first couple of weeks are down to less than half the pool left. There's like 2,900 people, probably like 28 now. Cause like 60 lost. And we were talking between the, the Broncos and the Ravens and you wanted the Broncos and I wanted the Ravens for the pot odds. And I was correct. Like I knew the Broncos would be more used in that pool than like the office football pools numbers and they were like 50% used, but well, especially after all the, the injuries
1: to the Ravens, of course that was going to affect it too.
0: Right. That probably moved some people over just in general. Like it just seems like for the higher stakes, that was the team they're going to use. Okay. So I like, was like, look, I just feel that it's the right thing to do. I just like, in my bones. I was like, it's the right thing to do. It just is like, we, we got to make a move. E- the potters are dead even. So there's no right or wrong, but it's let's be aggressive rather than passive. So we did it. And of course, everybody watched the Ravens game. And honestly, like every part of it was great now in retrospect, like the Marquise Brown drops, the Tucker miss field goal. Everything was great. The fact that it led up to the sacks. I mean, it was fourth and 19 and Lamar Jackson been sacked twice with no timeouts and barely like threw a ball away. Almost got sacked a third time, which would have been game over. And he has fourth and 26. He completes the Sammy Watkins. They spiked the ball. They actually were a uh, delay of game, but they didn't call it on the, just on the pass that was incomplete to, you know, try to advance it. And then the giga Chad himself, Justin Tucker. And if you saw Tucker, come on, he was like, let's do it. He was like all pumped up to do it. And I was like, Oh, this is a good sign. This guy wants to be in the situation. This guy's excited for this moment. And, fucking hit kicks that shit. And I'm telling you, from my perspective, that thing, one thing about Tucker is it's always straight. So you're never like, shank, it's over. Like, I hate that when you need the field goal and right off the foot, you're like, ah, oh, come on. I didn't even get my five, set, two seconds worth of like, is it going to make it? But Tucker dead straight, so you don't have to worry about that. And then you're like, sixty six yards. Is it going to make it? It's a long kick, and you're like, it's like hanging up there. And it was like five minutes. It felt like, and then it hits the upright, and it bounces up, crossbar. and that was the, Yeah, the, the crossbar bounces up, and that was like one minute for me. It was like a minute. And Sasha was right there. You couldn't
1: tell if it was going back or forth. No. You couldn't tell. Yeah.
0: No, no, it was like you know, time di- dilated. You know, like you're going the speed of light, and everything slowed down. And that shit went in, and Sasha was with me, and I was just like. Going crazy. And she's like, Why are you going so crazy? I was like, You don't understand. That was the sickest thing of all time, what just happened. Uh, given what was at stake, given how crazy it was, we are a team of destiny. We are a team of destiny, dude. We're going to win the six mil. This is better. If we just went on Denver and just sailed in, that would mean nothing. That would mean nothing. This is team of, we are unkillable. We're unkillable. Um, we got shot 20 times and we survived. We are unkillable. So, this is a team of destiny, dude. We're a team of destiny.
1: So do you know that Tucker said uh, he was just short from 65 yards in pregame on both sides. So the adrenaline, I guess, added a yard and a half in the, in the game. I and mean, that's crazy. He says, I was like 64 and a half yards, both sides. And that's pregame without a pass rush. Um, yeah. So sick that you said at the fourth and 19, the no delay of game Marquise Brown, two for sure. Touchdowns. That third one may have been tipped. The first one I should say um, Right before, but just wild how I mean they were like he left so many yards on the field and Lamar Jackson so so good just so awesome Lamar he's so good um, that guy's so, so good, good. Yeah. I have
0: no doubts anymore I was watching that those passes were pinpoint oh, he's, he's so, so poised good. he's so fast to be like an above average thrower now with that with that speed yeah. and the poise that he has that guy he's up there with like Mahomes and Russell Wilson I, mean, I think that guy is a very dangerous weapon uh, the Ravens you know they're gonna get Rashad Bateman back this week who knows about the defense, but the offense is going to be good. Yeah,
1: no, that was crazy. Longest field goal, a while, but that wasn't even the longest field goal attempt of the day. But yeah, pretty sick no. to come down to that. Even I texted you cause I'm all <clears throat> confused when you watch games live or not. But I'm like, are you up? And you're like sickest thing
0: I've ever seen. So that was pretty, Well, cool. I'm always cool. watching the first two waves. I just don't watch the night okay. games. Cause that's okay. like okay. You know, two in the morning. Okay. But
1: anyway, that was awesome. Yeah. You were frustrated at me um, for like not talking it not over sure. enough, but I mean, this was definitely your responsibility more than mine, but I wasn't um I just said who I would have taken the Broncos. I didn't feel adamantly against it enough to fight against you and we only have one pick, but also you kind of let it up on Saturday morning, which you're burying the lead here. And that the lead is my daughter Chloe, first co- cross country meet, wins her meet with more than thirty girls. Uh seven schools showed up. It was so cool seeing her round the corner because you can't see it's supposed to be a half mile but her time. Is clearly it wasn't that long but uh, she beat uh the next pro- person by 10 seconds I sent you that by the way and you're such a nice friend, no response back to that but no I not understand beat, what you were talking about she beat, I didn't, she beat I, the I didn't the you just
0: send this stuff to me you, I didn't until now I didn't have any yeah, context. Yeah, yeah, I'm like leaderboard it was like a Chloe bunch of, yeah. I didn't really know if that was a leaderboard or like where she was seated in the in the race I didn't really understand yeah. how it worked so I she, was like she
1: beat the second person by 10 seconds the difference between her and second was greater than second and like 20th so it's pretty uh-huh. cool
0: first race like I knew she's wow so, so your wife's jeans must be good yeah' certainly not mine. I know. I don't know where she, where is from. this coming from? I don't know. It's like man, Kareem, Kareem, Abdul-Jabbar's parents were like five foot four, like her, his dad and his mom. Oh, is that true? Did I think so. How? Something crazy like that. So maybe it's something okay. like that. Just, just It is something genetic. like
1: that because I, even the little sport, I mean, I played basketball in high school. My least favorite part was running. I could can't stand running. Um, But no, I knew she was fast. So I had high expectations, but man, I was still, who knows? This was her first one. Um, and again, seven schools showed up and you couldn't follow because it's like cross country but seeing her around and be the first one and like people screaming her name. It was, I have to say it was, uh, you know, it made like that Niners game I had to sit through in person, like nothing in comparison. I'm like, uh, you know, a dad rooting for his kid is officially overtaken my, uh, rooting for my lo- local laundry.
0: Yeah, that's cool, man. Great. That's amazing. That's really cool. That she's, uh, that good. I mean, that's amazing. You know, well, thank you. No, I'm excited too. I've told anyone, Maybe she anyone can, ever... maybe you can, uh, you know, quit your job and she'll just pay, you know, you'll be like the Richard Williams of track and field or something like that.
1: Dude, you're, 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 yeah, that's the dream. That is the dream. You know, I've, I've told every person, uh, my mailman, anyone I've come in contact with the last just five can't. days, this story. So I can't believe that I even lasted a few minutes into this podcast before bringing it up. But anyway, congrats to my daughter, Chloe. Pretty, pretty cool for uh, across cross country. But yeah, man, it was an exciting weekend. The Lions, I went to that, that Sunday night game, watching Aaron Rodgers in person and Devontae Adams. I'm sorry, bro, but man, in person, I don't know what it is, the technician or whatever, but man, I just thought of you because I'm like, my God, this guy, I don't know what, what kind of athleticism it is, but that dude's uncoverable. The whole stadium knew the ball was going to him. And you st- I mean, it helps having an amazing thrower back shoulder before he even well, his breaks, but that is just sick, man. That is just a technician, those two working back and forth. Well, there's pretty, the guys are real amazing.
0: pros. It's like the opposite of just fast guy, you know, Miko Hardman running around. Now, these are like such professionals that work on their craft and they're on the same page and they play together so much. It, that back shoulder thing, it was so smooth the way they went up and down the field. It was like, it was like Adams had run the route and turn the ball and be there caught like spinning toward the sideline. And the defender really didn't matter if it was like peak Darrell Revis, like, what was he going to do about that? And it was pretty impressive. And, and Adams actually made some nice moves to like break tackles and uh deke, a couple of people, but you know, he's not going to, he's not going to torch someone for a 50 yard touchdown, but he's, he's pretty good. I, I will have to say that was a, that was and- a good game.
1: When Trey Lance comes in, you're supposed to be quiet at the goal line. They even put up on the sign like offense at work, but the whole crowd erupts. They're so excited. Mm. I can't, when Jimmy leaves the field, man, I've got to feel bad for him, but dude, Shanahan, like what, what the mistakes he makes on as a, as a head coach versus his play calling. This is, those are two different jobs. Look at Arthur Smith. Like he's just been horrible as a head coach. I don't know. It's, it's interesting to me. The, uh, the difference uh, those, it doesn't always translate across.
0: No, it's, it's really weird. Like the, the, he does something well because he's had enough success that he has to, it's like, what does urban Meyer do? Well, that made him a college coach, like so successful. But I think it's a problem having two QBs there. Like, I just think it would have been just better to do the Patriots thing and just get rid of Jimmy G, just release him or whatever. Take the hit because you can't hedge. It's just, a, you know, and look at the the situation with um, Justin field. Already. That's it. Yeah. And and Justin Fields, that's already a disaster because now they put him in, in the wrong spot, didn't have a good game plan. He didn't play well. And now his confidence, the whole development process is totally screwed up now. You just have to like commit to the guy and say, this is the guy. And it's the quarterback that we traded up for the third pick. And it's valuable enough to us that we're going to take a chance. You can't hedge and be like, Oh, we've got to keep this other guy because if the guy struggles, obviously Garoppolo, I mean Rufus was on the show on Tuesday, like, oh he thinks Gardner Minshew's better right away than Trevor Lawrence. And I wouldn't have thought that, but it turns out to be true, at least so far, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have thought that I would have thought clearly. Lawrence would have been better out of the gate, mm-hmm. but he was like, his model would have had Minshew. Who's a three year veteran, like as more valuable right out of the gate. And I think clearly he, he
1: would have been right. And we would have been wrong. Clearly.
0: He was right in, in so yeah. far yeah. for sure. But yeah. I, I wouldn't have thought that he would have been right. Cause so many quarterbacks, Justin Herbert wasn't, you know, Gardner Minshew's not better than Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow. I mean, I mean their first three games either, but the point is that, if you create a situation where you're trying to get your guy to be your franchise guy that you've really invested in. And there's a good chance that the guy behind him is better for the first X games. Now you've, you've just got a problem because you can't develop your guy without the other guy being better and costing your team. And it's like, getting engaged, but then like having another girlfriend on the side. Yeah. You might prefer that, but like, it's not better in the long run. If you really think this is the one you want to be engaged to, it's like, you have to make a choice. Garoppolo continues in this mediocre level. They lose to Seattle say, and they're like, all right, let's bring in Lance. And Lance is like Trevor Lawrence. Like he's not ready. He's like Justin Fields. He's not quite ready. Then they're going to be clamoring back for Garoppolo. And then all of a sudden Lance is damaged or could be damaged.
1: I, I, I think this is especially true. What you're saying with if now in hindsight, knowing that the defense isn't as good as expected, uh, which defense is hard, to, harder to predict, but um, not pressuring the quarterback as uh, quite as, is hoped. Um, but also I will counter and say, it's weird that the rookie QBs have thought it's going to be a special class. They're one in 10 collectively with the only win when they faced each other. And they're all, all horrible. You know, this eye test nerd stats, all of it. So is there anything to make of that? I mean, is that I was
0: talking about on the show today, Rufus was like, basically his model was totally correct about all this. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not normal. I, I mean, last year, two out of the three burrow and Herbert were great, especially Herbert a couple of years ago, Kyler Murray was decent and Daniel Jones as a rookie was pretty good. And then before that, you know, you had Baker Mayfield was good and the other guys were pretty bad. Even Josh Allen wasn't great as a rookie. And so obviously they're, they're not going to be at their, at their peak of their powers when they just get into the league. But like Cam Newton, Andy Dalton, you know, Matt Ryan, Joe Flacco, all these guys were good as rookies. You can name a bunch of them and you know, Patrick Mahomes only played one game, but you, it's pretty obvious that if they played him, he would have been good. Sean Watson was good right away. There's a decent amount of guys that were good that with this level of a class and this many high picks, at least one or two should be good. I mean, it, it's not—it's a small enough sample. that Okay, maybe just—it's all unlucky. Every one of these guys is just worse than you know you would expect. But they're un- they're not just bad; they're uncannily bad. They're like Jared Goff's rookie season. It's like this is you know maybe worse. Like Zach Wilson is just is so bad, and Trevor Lawrence is so bad. And it's not like this is the sixth quarterback taken or the eighth quarterback taken. I mean, eighth pick taken. This is the first pick and the second pick. So I don't know. Weird. I don't know what the reason is, but you know, there people were suggesting because college football wasn't like a real season last year that the scouting oh, was bad, nice. but Lawrence was the number one pick from two years ago. Like every, it had nothing to do with last year and,
1: and, and in a normal off season, you know, it wasn't like last yeah, year. Yeah, They had season. training yeah. camp and
0: and yeah. OTAs and all that shit. Yeah. So like weird anyway, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty weird, but we survived. That's the most important thing. And I'm telling you, we're a team of destiny, man. It's a team of destiny. I don't know about the, the super contest. We were still a <laughs> yeah. team. We're a team of destiny to go 500 or around there and, yeah. and waste yeah. money again. But no doubt. Uh, we're a team of
1: destiny. No, that was, that was crazy. Rooting for that. And it was wild. Yeah. And then the, the, the Broncos, uh, unfortunately for you, didn't get to watch, but I was driving a Niner game that once so I didn't even watch, but that was never uh, in doubt. That I watched that.
0: I watched that game. I was rooting for the Jets. And uh, I was saying. Saying, it
1: wasn't very entertaining for you as a, preview. well,
0: no, I was like, let's get this done. I was excited. I was yeah. like, come on jets. Let's go. I'm a jets fan today. Jets are awesome. Let's do it. Jets. They shouldn't have got shut out. They actually made a field goal, but they had a penalty, I think on the field goal. Mm-hmm. And then they went five yards back and punted. It was like a 53 yard field goal or something. And they, they ended up punting. So it was, yeah, it was pretty rough. Your guy, Robert Sala, maybe he should have stuck to uh, coordinating the defense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's early still, but it's, it's not, it's not promising So by the way, uh, I saw Darnold on Thursday night. I know he had good stats and he's looked mobile and his arm is good. He can make all the throws, but that dude doesn't pass the eye test for me. He seems like sloppy. Like he's, he's just like the guy who's going to make a mistake and we'll see, this will be a good test this week against Dallas. I I don't think Darnold's the guy. I kind of hope he is just because if Zach Wilson's really bad and Darnold's good, that's really like worst case scenario for a franchise. Like imagine if the Niners traded Trey Lance or something after a year and, then he was like really good on like the yeah it'd be the worst yeah. yeah yeah it's worse than than just you know your guy not panning out yeah
1: I hear you a lot of fumbles sloppy but he does make some nice plays too but he did that even on the Jets but yeah
0: jury's still out that's a, gonna very much look forward to that game for sure Panthers yeah. Panthers couple. yeah it's an interesting yeah. test uh, I mean Darnold's talent there's just no doubt about it you can see why he got drafted so early it's like he, he can make the throws one of the things so this isn't as good as Chloe doing this but I meant I wrote this down too. So Sasha plays chess, right? And, you know, she's pretty good. I mean, I can, she gives me a good game, and I'm pretty good. I'm not, like, really good. So she's been doing these online tournaments every couple of weekends, and she loses. There's, like, these 14-year boys. There's, like, three of them she just can never beat. But there's an in-person tournament. You know, last year was all COVID, so it was all online. So I, I brought her to it, and it's, oh, like, wow. in this random hotel. You know, it's like, a, yeah. it's like you know, what yeah. we do, like, it's like when we do, like, the NFFC or something. It's just some hotel room, you know. It's like a conference room in this kind of crap hotel, you know, I sign her in and, and I meet her teacher in person and I'm like, all right, well what's, he's like, yeah, come back. This is like 2 30 PM. And he's like, yeah, it's come back at 7 30 PM. And it's just, she's, and, and things, all these grown-ups with their uh, kids and, but a lot of adults there and I'm like, yeah, what's this? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, Sasha, you need anything? She's like, no, 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 go, go. So I leave, come back at 7:30. She hasn't won a single match. And then she has one more match and she beats this kid, this little kid who's like eight. She said it was all adults. There were like 50-year-olds, 70-year-olds. She's like, I could have played in it. And so she's in this tournament. She loved it with all these grown-ups. That's all that matters. She played this like 60-year-old woman. One guy who's like a master or something, like he said, think more before you move. You know, these old Portuguese people who play chess their whole lives are in this like open tournament. And my daughter's in this tournament with these random people in the city. And she's like, I want you to play with me. I want you to enter. I'm like, oh, I don't know. But uh, isn't that hilarious? That's like, awesome. Yeah. yeah. She had a good time. Is it? Thing? She liked it. Like, well, it gone she's like, I won there? one. She's like, the downstairs room was for like the people advancing. And the upstairs was like for like the consolation. Right. And her first match, somebody didn't show up. So she forfeited. So she got put with like the winners. Yeah. Like she was advancing. So like, it was like, she got put with that old guy who like might have <laughs> won it or something. And he was like, right. you better think a little more before you move. Anyway, it's hilarious. Awesome. That's it.
1: Yeah. My chest. That's awesome
0: yeah yeah That's but she's not like she ever
1: keep doing that, dude sign up yourself if you need to
0: yeah uh, yeah, I might yeah i I maybe I'll win a match, maybe not, but um, mm-hmm. and then she's doing boxing twice a week, and her trainer said her regular trainer was just like when a fitness guy, and he's like, I gotta pass her along to the the boxing guy because she's too serious like he, you know it's not this isn't just like burn off some calories. this is like yeah. she knows. damn so it. Yeah. but she's not like serious about it yet i mean it's it's good we'll see. I just want her to have that muscle memory so that when she's like fifteen. And some guy gets kind of fresh with her. Like when she delivers a punch in the face, it's like, you know, Heather, like hitting a forehand, it's, you know, for the whole body going through that punch. And it's just, it's not just like she did something for a month. It's like she did it for five years and she'll never not know how to throw a really serious punch. So that's totally, you want to get to these games real quick and then we'll uh, talk about other stuff. Yeah. All right. As I said, we went two and three, so we're seven and eight, you know, whatever, nothing of five and Oh, or especially a tendon no wouldn't cure, but we're getting to that hail mary mode, and we don't want to be in that. It's not, you know, it's still early, but it's time to uh, some to clean it up. No doubt. All right, so Jaguars plus seven and a half at Bengals.
1: I laid the points here. Um, I've been really defaulting to underdogs these days, but uh, there's some exceptions, and I, this Lawrence uh, Meyer situation is one of them.
0: I also laid the wood. I agree. I kind of feel like. I'm a little nervous. The Bengals just beat the Steelers, which is like their ultimate rival. And there might be a letdown. Their defense is playing awesome. They're like number four in your favorite set DVOA. Their defense is actually playing really well. I think Jacksonville has to prove they're an NFL team before I'm going to take them. They just have to just just cross that one hurdle and then I'll go back to underdog and whatever. But I think it's stupid to hold on to these teams until they actually get it together. So we could use that. We'll talk about it. Football team minus one and a half at Falcons. Who you got football team, but that's a
1: tough one. I mean, what do you make of the Falcons? Arthur Smith's killing me. I have Kyle Pitts everywhere. It's a joke. The guy
0: can't, you know, it's bad. like not throwing the ball downfield. It's weird. Yeah. Calvin Ridley's like Mr. Uh, dink and dunk all of a sudden after leading the league in air yards, I took the Falcons because it seems like, why is the football team laying wood on the road? But I don't feel strong about this either. All right. Lions plus three at bears. What do you got here? another one
1: I don't, I would stay away from. I took lions in the points, but the more I think about it, it's like everyone's down on the bears offense after last week. So I feel like I'm on the wrong side here. Actually.
0: I made the bears my best bet. I felt yeah, like I this it. is just the time to strike. And the lions also heartbreaking, like soul crushing loss. And they played well, but what do they have to show for it? Nothing. And then they've got to go on the road and yeah, they are really bad. The
1: yeah, their defense is so bad.
0: Oh, I mean their defense is atrocious. Their pass defense is maybe the worst in the league. So um, I, I'm, I'm fine, dude. I'm okay. fine. It. It's fine. Okay, I, the more okay. I thought
1: after I said this to you, there was like, that's the one that I thought about more. I'll
0: be a couple, but that's definitely one that I was like, Ooh, okay. I, I feel like the bears are the right side. Okay. A lot of times one that I take the wrong side on and then feel terrible about is the one that I realize is the one it's more than one that I took sometimes. Um, all right. Titans minus seven and a half of jets. I took the jets. I don't like it, but AJ Brown and maybe Julio Jones are hurt. They're on the road. Their defense sucks. This is sort of like going against what I said with the Jaguars because the Jets and Jaguars are in the same boat, but I just seven and a half to seem like too much on the road. Like at least the Bengals are at home getting the seven, seven and a half.
1: I don't like that. Marcus may, who I think is still pretty good. The safety of the jets is out, but um, I would absolutely use this one. The jets. I, I mean, I would push to use this one. Come okay. on. I mean, I guess, I mean, right, maybe I'm counting, uh, you know, contradicting myself because Zach Wilson needs a prove it game for sure. They look pretty bad, but his schedule has been really, really tough. And this Tennessee team, the defense and they keep winning. I, no, i really like. I think the jets are like a live dog here with their, their, the rest of that team has been pretty professional other than Zach Wilson's turnovers. So I, I like, I would push to use them in, in the contest.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would use it. I'm not, it's not one of my best, but I, I do feel like, I mean, look, Jacksonville is only getting seven and a half on the road. And the Bengals and Titans are about equal. I think the Bengals might be better. And so the Titans are laying this, they're laying the same seven and a half, but on the road and the Justin Julio and AJ Brown. I mean, Julio Jones
1: left last week and like grabbed his knee and didn't play the like two snaps a second half and AJ Brown. I mean, I know receivers may be over to begin with, but
0: whatever But those two are the best, you know, two of the best players on their, on their whole roster. Yeah, no. Okay. So we can consider that, uh, Brown's minus two at Vikings. Who do you got here?
1: Uh, uh, the Browns, but uh, this is another one, a coin flip game. I mean, that's a game to tune into and watch, but anyone to feel strong on this one, I would be surprised. Cause I mean, I like got, the Vikings the final
0: possession. I mean, it's minus two. So anything around zero below three is not worth much, but I really do think these are equal teams. And why are the Browns writing two on the road? Like it's just, it should be Browns plus two and a half or something, but whatever. I don't, yeah. I don't, we don't have to use it. Colts plus two with dolphins. I actually changed this one. I never changed them. But I made it three, but then I was like, what am I doing? Like Brissett is the quarterback for Miami. And if you saw him play, like that was just luck that it was, they were even in the game. So I took the Colts, but then, then I think, but what am I doing now? Wentz is how much better is Wentz than Brissett?
1: No, no, man. Uh, well, I was gonna, sorry, but you're baiting me here. This is the one note that I, that I, that I took from your XM thing. I nearly fell off my, out of my chair. When you said that Wentz might be worse than rivers, he might be. Dude, yeah. dude, Rivers got seven point seven YPA last year. Wentz had six point five. And if I'm overrating the YPA stat, do you know that Wentz is almost halfway to Rivers' sack total last year? Already, he eight, yeah. yeah, he has eight sacks, and, and Rivers had nineteen all last season. He played every game. Yeah. 19, yeah. like, literally halfway to the sack total. I mean, yeah. yeah, I would say it's an understatement. He might, he might be a little bit worse. He's like, it's like going from a you know, a B minus to an F minus is basically what I get. I think,
0: I I think rivers was like a C plus, like he had, he had nothing, but I mean, especially that shot put, he just no, couldn't get the ball.
1: Aesthetically, that's just, a, okay. Well, I right. know, but, I mean, but they the results but, are still pretty, pretty, decent. I know, but
0: rivers. Yeah. It was a lot of like leading the running backs well and stuff like that. Like rivers he had Mike Williams for all those years. And all he could do is throw like a moon ball where Mike Williams would jump up and catch it for like 40 yeah. yards and get hurt because he would get crunched because he was like fielding a punt with defenders hitting him that was rivers just didn't have any arm strength. And so it was like, okay, but once you're right, he's worse, he's worse. Yeah, and no, the like,
1: chargers went from not picking up Mike Williams, fifth year option to him being a top 10 fantasy. Right, right. It's just
0: crazy. Right? It's crazy. <laughs> he was, he was a top 10 pick and he's only produced whenever he's been on the field. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. We're not going anyway, to. it. Anyway,
1: sorry. Well, they went sucks, and I like the I like the Dolphins in this.
0: Okay, I mean, but Brissett, dude, Brissett got yeah. four point four YPA last week, <laughs> and Brissett is basically like they covered. I, they covered my best bet. They covered. Oh, uh, you got as they so did not deserve to cover that. But remember, deserves got nothing. Cover. Deserves yeah. got nothing to do with it. It doesn't matter how or what yeah. happened. You were right. I was wrong.
1: And okay. then I not for sure the Raiders were going to cover in
0: overtime. Oh, and, I was you know, positive. They got the ball. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's positive they're going to cover. All right.
1: What about Derek Carr leading the NFL in passing yards per game? I mean, I give them a hard well, time. Solomon Thomas is has three sacks. My X Niner. I mean, the Raiders are undefeated. Dude, they're balling. I mean, they're good. Jokes on me. Max joke's Crosby me. is like
0: as a beast. I mean, that team is good and i'll hey, tell they're you they're the first team in the super bowl era to start 3
1: and 0 against three teams that had 10 plus wins the previous year something like that i believe i mean it's 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 pretty wild man again most passing yards in the nfl there's paces way up too their paces
0: uh, prompts. Hey, props to who? Who are you giving props to?
1: Oh, uh, of course you. I mean,
0: no, 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 no Gruden. not <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Gruden, yeah. I'll take it. I, I was going to say Gruden, but if you can give it to me, you give it to me for praising Gruden. Yeah. Okay. okay. i got it. All right. But let's skip the Colts dolphins Panthers plus four and a half at Cowboys. I had the Panthers like almost to pick them. And then uh, I watched that game and then I moved it to like three and a half, four and, And then it was four and a half. So I stuck with the Panthers, but I am starting to buy Cowboys defense. And if the defense is good, then the team is good. And I don't love Darnold. So I could, I could see the Cowboys beating up Darnold and actually crushing. And they're also a lot tougher at home the last few years, but I still took the point. So I'm not going to fight for this one at all.
1: Huge, stay away for me. This is the number one stay away. I'm so interested in what happens in this game. I sent you the Panthers and staff picks, but I switched it from the Cowboys, and I kind of want to switch back now. They're really good at home, so, but the other flip side I'd say is the Panthers have 10 days to prepare, yep. whereas the Cowboys are just Short coming for Monday night game. But hey. no McCaffrey, and um, the, they're so good at home. That offense, that offense went to Tampa, went up and down the field. How good do the Chargers look? And they beat right. them. Um, yep. yeah, yeah, this, this cow, this Cowboys team could be a real deal, but the Panthers are like first in both passing and, yeah. D, 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 D
0: and D their, D they're three, you and oh, know, and they, they, they crushed, the, they crush the saints and they, were, as you said, 10 days off right. and Dallas just basically, if there's a letdown, it's like, they just crushed a division rival. They're almost certainly going to win the NFC East unless Dak gets hurt again or something. And
1: they're so bad coach too, though. You know, you, yeah. you really want to right? McCarthy. So no I mean, yeah.
0: Right. And so the Panthers, but yeah, this is, a, this is a good game. Giants plus eight at Saints. I really like the Giants here as an underdog in this spot. Rufus loved the Saints last week. He was right. I think the Saints are like a tough, nasty team. But they're not the team that should be laying eight. And the Giants are exactly the team you take the eight with. So uh, I would use the Giants here.
1: Yeah, I am cool with that. I, it's a lot of points. I, I sent them with you. The one thing I, I would hesitate to say is I thought about it more after wasn't Kamara. Someone said to just... They were not prepared to play football that one week. They were blown out, and they and then right. they had like a ton of assistant coaches were on the COVID list too. So you right. to kind of throw that away. They've been really good the other two games, but yeah, the man, all, dude, in one league, a fourteen-team league. I um I started a uh, Slayton and Shepard last week, oh. thinking a, ho- ho- a hobbled Galladay. You know, he's limited yeah. snaps. It's a yeah. good run a passable right. defense. Yeah. Uh, and wow, both pull up in the first half. I think maybe first quarter one, second quarter the other leave injured. So. Uh, they're not going to play. Are they either? Those receivers, are they?
0: Uh, I don't know yet, but I don't think they practiced today. And, but that doesn't really matter. Cause they got, know, Galladay, I know, I know. they got Canary's Tony. I, they got, you, you know, know. what? I
1: kind of like cheap and DFS is Evan Ingram. Cause everyone's down on him. They booed him. He, he lost another so fumble. And he's going to have to get targeted, right? I mean, is he not going to have to get it? We'll see. I, he might but get yeah, targeted, but he
0: just fun. doesn't come through that guy. You know, it's like for your DFS, he's the opposite of Justin Tucker. Like I always loved Justin Tucker before the kick. I mean, the reason he made that kick for us is because I love him so much. It was like, it's karma. How much I would go out of my way to draft that guy. And he delivered, you know, and this is the opposite. This is like the guy oh, that fitting. when you, when you and, count on him, he, he fumbles or, you know,
1: and earlier in the day, I was like, Oh, it's fitting the, the dime. We have survivor, the best kicker ever he had. He had made like 40 straight on the road or something. And you're a Tucker guy. He missed it. But Oh no, it was just yeah. setting up for the better storyline. Yeah. It's wild. He's made 50 straight in the final uh, in fourth quarter overtime or something, field goals, I guess. And they're and like, like 50
0: or five yard pick, kick some of those 50 straight. It has missed an
1: extra point. I think in there, John, he did there. Once, so, yeah. Jerry Donabedian pointed out, but uh, yeah. the uh, field goals, he's been just uh, ice water and thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Justin Tucker, man. Just so ridiculous. It's only been three weeks. We barely won because we had the greatest all time quarterback and the greatest all time kicker. And that's the only reason we survived both of those. Just that's That's what you do. You know, I'm just going to find like the greatest all time of whatever, and back that guy. So no matter what happens, you're good chiefs minus seven and a half at Eagles. The Eagles look terrible. They lost Brandon Brooks and another guy guard both on IR right now. And they have a, a left tackle. I forget his name, but he got hurt. He was out last game and now he's questionable for this game. So they may be down three offensive linemen again. Um, that guy, Nick Siriani sucks. He punted twice on fourth and five in midfield when his team was on the field the whole day and you just really needed a couple of first downs and he punted it back to Dak and they drove it down. And then, uh, on, on Sanders, yeah, Sanders alive. Is Sanders alive, who like looks good every time he touches the ball or even Kenny Gainwell, just give the, let's run the ball and, and throw some screens. He kind of hung hurts out to dry against a good defense. But that said, seven and a half is too much. This Chiefs team just never covers anymore. Their defense is bad. The Super Bowl hangover is real. So I'm taking the Eagles and I would use the Eagles. I'm not going to fight for the Eagles, but I would use them if you like it.
1: I was going to fight. Yes. No need okay. to talk. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I have it marked down
0: as one. Short I want week, to do. though, is the only thing. Short week for them, but that's yeah. okay. Texans plus 16 and a half at Bills. That was the line I made. And I literally flipped a coin. I, I, I literally flipped a coin and it came up Texans and now I'm all in on the Texans, but I don't want to use that. It's just too, I could see that going either way. It's completely,
1: I hate, I hate these big lines. I switched this from Texans to bills and staff picks, but like I guess I switched Davis mills, you know, could be a problem. The bills are so they're both really good defensively and their pass rate is high. So I could see him covering a spread on paper, but I, I hate these big spreads.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cardinals plus four and a half at Rams. It was annoying because I made this line four and a half and it was six. And I was like, okay, I'm on the Cardinals. And I wake up the next day to write the column and it goes down to four and a half. I still took the Cardinals. I think um, it's a good sell high in the Rams after an incredible win division rivals, always tough Arizona scrappy. I took the points. What about you?
1: I took the Cardinals to through defense playing uh, far better, but I don't feel strong about it. I mean, you feel strong
0: going against the Rams and with not Stafford that strong. These days? I, I, so, I would mean, use yeah. them if you wanted to, but I'm not fighting for them.
1: Yeah, nope, me neither. Okay,
0: Seahawks plus three at Niners. I'm like the Niners suck. I watched that game and I was I had the Niners my screen I'm like Green Bay's defense sucks. It doesn't matter. Like the Niners will mm. run them over, and they couldn't run at all. Sermon did not. He looked very ordinary, mm. and then. Jimmy G just missed some guys. The fact that it's amazing. They even came back in that game and took a lead because it was like every, every like conversion the Niners made was pulling teeth. It was such hard work to get like down the field and the Packers, it was like so smooth and easy. And yet the Niners actually made it a game and the Packers had to win it at the very end. I mean, I I didn't care because I knew they weren't going to cover, but the Niners secondary is bad. I don't trust Jimmy G. I don't trust the running game yet. You mean um, as a
1: friend of me, you weren't rooting for me, knowing I was there, rooting for my happiness? No, I was not. It like doesn't sound like you at all. I just wanted the cover.
0: I just wanted the cover. And then as soon as I knew that wasn't going to happen, I almost like was rooting for Green Bay. Uh, but yeah. I, I don't know. I, I would use the Seahawks. The Seahawks have been bad too. But how are they going to cover Metcalf and Lockett? That's the question. Yeah, I don't know how healthy Lockett
1: is. He says he's fine, but I guess it looked pretty serious, that injury uh, last week. But, yes, I agreed with you. They're going to burn that secondary. I picked the Seahawks here. But I've been wrong on the Niners seemingly every week this year. Um, They have not been as impressive as hoped. Uh, We need our guy Elijah Mitchell uh, to to return because Sermon is uh, not preaching. He does not look like the answer. Juice, uh, Juice, the fullback, I'll use check got run as a
0: sermon's so, about uh, as good a preacher down. as the temporary governor of New York
1: Mitchell to come back. It didn't sound encouraging listening to the Stefania bell on the XM show, but it's worse than a stinger, but maybe he can practice this week. So hopefully uh, he gets back as the Seahawks are, are a good matchup defense has not played well, but this more, this is more of a stay away for me because you bet against the Niners. That's when they, do I know last running year running, they, so were the like, they
0: were the worst. They yeah. were like, yeah. the worst. Like as soon as you think they're done, they play an incredible yeah. game against like the best team yeah. in the league. And yeah. then you Just bet on away. them and then they lay an egg. It's really, they're tough. I I like Seattle. There's
1: a real chance they win by three and that's the spread of this. I don't know if you wanted to fight, but I feel like we have other options.
0: We probably have enough. I like Seattle though here because they're one and two and they're They're, desperate. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like Wilson and Metcalf, they're going to, they're going to win this game. I just feel like, but you never know with the Niners. You just truly never know how, what version is going to show up. All right. We'll, we'll set that aside. Ravens plus one at Broncos. I, I switched this. I had this at three. And then, cause I didn't, I didn't like that. They won that way. Like it's just too emotional. And, but like, then I was like, you know what? The Broncos are three, and zero. they haven't really played they keep anyone winning good.
1: too. Right. They keep winning too. So it's like, you want to fade both teams right now. It's basically what you're saying, right? right?
0: Yeah. I yeah. want to fade both. And then the Broncos like Teddy Bridgewater is pretty good, but they've faced like the, the giants and the jets and the Jaguars. Like this is kind of a mirage. The Ravens are legit. I took the Ravens. So.
1: I switched from the Ravens to the Broncos. A total coin flip for me. Lamar Jackson's the best player on the field. They're a, way better coaching in Baltimore than Denver too. But I mean, they were life and death in Detroit, and now they have to go to Denver. That's a yeah. tough, tough task. And um, yeah. I, I don't know how healthier they're they're getting. So I went Denver, but again, it was a coin
0: flip. Yeah, I switched exactly week. the other way that you did. I was first on Denver and went <laughs> to Baltimore. Like neither. That's how you know you don't like your pick. It's like you just like mm-hmm. abandon it. But okay. Obviously we're not using that Steelers plus six and a half at Packers. This is the weirdest one for me because the Steelers are terrible. And I'm like, this should be like eight, this line. Uh, and that's, you know, crossing seven, which is a big deal in Lambeau where they play better. And like the Packers defense actually showed up last week and the Steelers offense is horrible. And they have injuries. TJ Watt seems like he's going to play probably he's practicing. But then I was like, this is so trappy. This line, this six and a half is such a trap that I, I was like, I, you know what? I'm not going to overthink it. I'm taking green Bay, but I'm not going to use this.
1: Yes. I have green Bay in our staff picks. And I'm just thinking of everyone's going to be on them. It's just buying low, selling higher or, or right. vice versa there. It's uh, yeah. But then Rogers is so good. And and the Steelers Rob, are terrible. could be, I think Rob's could be our Trevor Lawrence example earlier. Like they not he's not clearing the bar right now of a a, a passable football to where most, most games are, you know, a a coin flip here and there, a ball bounce there. But if your quarterback is that bad and those receivers are are injured, that might be a legit problem. So that's what I was thinking.
0: Yeah. You and I had the same exact thought. Like i really feel like the squarest thing ever is to say green Bay, but I'm not going to get pushed off that square pick. I'm just not going to do it. I I do feel like a deep misgivings. Like if you really believe that like the NFL, the market's pretty efficient. And the thing that just looks revolting to you is the truth, which I kind of do believe. And I will do that. Like I'm taking the bears as a favorite this week, but like this is so revolting that I can't, that I'm like, okay, I just want to see it happen. And then say, aha, I should do it next time. Like I'm not doing it this time. All right. Yep. Bucks minus six and a half at Pat's. I know this is your best bet, and I would do it. I, I took the box. I, I feel like. That's was, another square one, right?
1: That's a square one of the narrative. It, it seems so obvious, but the, the Mac Jones, they're not good.
0: They're not. And the good. only, only weakness the of Tampa field, the only weakness Tampa has is, is the secondary and the, and the Patriots can't exploit that. And so if they can't exploit it what are they going to do? Run the ball. They can't run the ball. So what are they going to do? Mac Jones is going to get destroyed. And then on the other side of the ball. Yeah. Pat Stevens is pretty good, but like. Antonio Brown's going to be back and Brady's going to pick him apart. You think Brady wants to win by three? Brady wants they to just win lost. 40. He's coming up a loss. He's coming up a, a, a loss uh, yeah. on a, on, a yeah, yeah. on like a very watched game. Cause it's an afternoon game and he's coming to new England. This is the craziest narrative game of all time. I think in NFL history, you've never had a sixth super bowl winning. Cause there's no such thing. Coach and quarterback well, Belichick's eight super bowls. if we count the giants, Brady seven and he's coming to new England after being rejected from the contract at age 44 to claim his. So I just think Brady's going to want to put up, you know, 50, like 50 to seven, you know, something crazy score, but it's Belichick and it's, and the Patriots aren't, you know, the Jaguars, they're, they're going to have a professional team out there and they're going to be motivated. They're not going to be shown up in their own building by the ex quarterback. So I wouldn't want to be Mac Jones in this game. This is a, he's, this is yeah. not a good spot, you know, but it's an amazing, it's a, this is an amazing story. Like I even, I don't like the human interest bullshit narratives, but this is a good narrative, but I, I did lay the wood. If you want to use it, I'll use it. You didn't even bring up the fact that Brady is
1: set to, to set the all-time record in passing yards. Right. I mean, it happens That's to sure be this it. game, too. he set I it on his own field. Yeah. They might have had to have, have, have looked ahead with that planning okay. there. But um, Belichick came out and said that Brady's running the exact same offense he was in New England. So I don't know if there was a little John Gruden Super Bowl. Raiders bucks stuff going on there, but I doubt it. I just think Brady's, you know, a man possessed and he will deal and, and uh, the spread. He's not going to ease up. You know, he's going to no, throw no, the no. ball touchdown after touchdown.
0: While he breaks the all time record, he wants the single, sorry, the single game record at the same time. You know, you think, oh, well they know the offense. Belichick's really clever. He's going to confuse. Well, you don't become the greatest of all time by not being able to adapt by different coverages, recognizing what's going on. And it's not like. Oh, who am I gonna to throw to if they cover this guy? Like that's the other thing. He's got everybody, he's got smart players that know how to play. Uh, Even he's got Gronk
1: to, with Antonio Brown, Gronk, like guess it's underrated, seriously. The best tight end of all time, maybe. And Antonio Brown, yeah, uh, like at his peak, like a having, top having seven receiver
0: to of all time when he's yeah. in his peak. Like it's yeah. like ridiculous. So okay, I'm on okay, it. If we'll you use want that. To go. Let's
1: just use okay. that because we should. I mean, well, come on, we'll use that game. Biggest narrative yeah. of all time, might as well be on yeah. it. So oh, okay. by the way, Excellent.
0: let's pause for a brief message from our sponsors. Okay. I hope you enjoyed that. Should have done it 20 minutes, 40 minutes. Sue me Raiders plus three and a half of chargers. I think the Raiders are for real. I love the, I think both teams are good. I would bet on both these teams, but three and a half is just a little too much. And I also think that LA is still Raider territory And there's going to be like an equal amount of fans of each. So it's not, it's really not three and it's like three and a half, almost on a neutral field. Maybe the chargers have a little home cooking because they don't have to go anywhere. But I, I think the chargers probably win, but I, I, three and a half is too much.
1: Yeah. It was my second best bet of the week. Uh, I think it's a coin flip game and the the fact it's more than a field goal and home field doesn't matter in general these days, it seems like, but certainly not in this one. So um, yeah, I I like the Raiders, um, but do we have five already?
0: Cause I think we do. I I don't love that one because it the ch- Herbert makes me nervous like cuz he's so good. Herb's but good.
1: Yeah. so we have the Bears for sure, right? Yep. You want the Bears. I want the Jets. Okay, uh, Jets,
0: right. Giants, Eagles, right? Eagles, Giants, okay. Eagles, Giants and and Pats. And Pats. Oof, we're going. Yep. So uh, I mean and Bucks. At least we got the Bucks. Sorry, yeah, Bucks, yeah, Bucks, yeah. Yeah. Bucks. It's so ugly getting like the Bears, Jets and Giants and Eagles like four just crap teams that's good they'll get into the points i like it all right so yeah. we got it okay. and we can, we can look at all the right. lines yeah. and, and make adjustments
1: that we yeah. have yeah 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 okay cool i'm good with those okay
0: but yeah okay so we, we got to
1: talk survivor though we have to talk survivor real yeah real quick, real
0: quick. so i wrote the article have you seen the article I have, yet?
1: Not, I have not i went actually made a point of not of not okay. Okay. At it. okay okay
0: so, so okay.
1: I don't know. I don't know. you thought, uh,
0: go ahead. You go, Okay. So do you know what the, sp- the, the numbers are at least like, you know, what the point spreads are yeah. and you can imagine right. the and odds the, roughly.
1: And, yeah. No, I, I see the, 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 the money uh, the lines, okay. of, but I mean, I, I see the amount of people, the, the percentage of,
0: it's uh, like 40% on the bills. Yeah. At least in the office football pools.
1: So, yeah. so what did your math conclude?
0: Well, I'll, give me your thoughts first and I'll tell you the, the math. Okay.
1: So I'm pretty settled on the bills this week in my personal pools, but, but I'm very open-minded to, to you in our gigantic one. Let's put it that way. I'm very, very open-minded to, to this, but I think in my smaller personal ones, I'm just going to play it safe and go and go with Buffalo. Um, but in ours is I'm totally open-minded.
0: So, okay. Whenever you see like a nine, you know, 92.59%, you know, that's the money line odds. Um, and then a bunch of like 75, 76%, which is the other next six teams. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know that you're on the favorite unless it is like a preposterous amount. So I did the math and the way the math works in the thing is this, the chances that the, the bills win and the saints lose is 22%. And the chances that the Saints win and the Bills lose is three is uh, 5.7%. So the ratio of 22 to 5.7 is 3.86, almost four times. The risk ratio is almost 4X, which is incredibly high. Like you're taking a four times risk if you go away from the Bills. But what's the reward? Well, you don't know the reward. Basically, the question I asked, I said I, I know the Bills are obviously the best value. But I said how high would the ownership have to be to break even? That was the math I did. So I okay. said that basically you have to figure out how many would lose, you know, and then so I basically took like that ratio of 3.86, multiplied it by the, uh, the payoff, which is $12.99 from $10. And that's 50 bucks. So you'd have to end up with 50 bucks out of your, you know, basically 5X your entry, uh, 5X from this week to next, to make it worth getting off of them, which means you need, if you had 100 people in your pool, you'd have to lose 80, and if 12 are on other teams are going to lose, you need 68 out of a hundred to be on the, you need 68% of the pool to be on the bills before it would just break even just to break. Wow. even. So wow. we're at yeah. 40 and it might be 55 or 52 or whatever in our pool, but it's not going to be 68. I don't think it's going to be 68. At least
1: you okay, have to so be at Yahoo, 68%. Yahoo shows 31% bills, 31% Tennessee, 22% Bengals. And this other one I'm looking at is bigger. 37% Bills down to 24% uh, Titans. But yeah, okay. I mean, whatever. I
0: think it'll be higher. I think it'll be like 50%. But again, just to break even, you need 68 on the next best team on the Saints. So
1: one um, one thing needs to be brought up, though. The Bills do play Thanksgiving.
0: Right. Okay. That does need to be brought up. Okay. So the Bills play Thanksgiving and they're at the Saints, though. So I know. They might be favored though. Like, let's say the saints have some injuries and although there's really no one on the one guy in the saints that could get hurt, that would like affect them that much. I mean, maybe Camaro, but a point or two.
1: Yeah. I guess you'll be being a disaster or something. It's possible. I mean, this so is, be,
0: if you look at these Thanksgiving games, the only problem with using the bills, the, here's the problem with using the bills though, is that none of these games are good. Like bears at lions. That looks terrible. Maybe the bears will be the team by then. Raiders at Cowboys, two good teams, right? Yeah. And then Bills at Saints, two good teams. So literally right now, there none of these lines, I mean, the Cowboys would be like four-point favorites maybe. Bears lines would be like pick them. Bill Saints would be like close to pick them, maybe one point. So all these games are terrible, but one thing you don't want to do is burn because we don't know, like one of them may open up and be a six point favorite or something by the time there's a very good chance. One of them. Yeah. Is... No, I,
1: yeah. I think the, I think the bills might be three point favorites. Now it could be wrong. Um, and then if that's taste on the road, I mean, instead of Winston, it might be a six point spread.
0: Like you just said, it could easily be in new Orleans. I don't, I don't think, I don't think the bills would lay three on the road. I think it would be a pick'em I mean, now, but maybe they could, you know, but the point is we don't know what's going to happen. Right. Like, and maybe the saints are terrible to fall apart. We just have no idea. It's Thanksgiving. It's a long way away, but like, there's only six choices. And if you burn a choice uh, one of the plausible choices, like the lions are probably not going to be a choice. There's really five choices. So like, right. I know that's why I brought it up. You can't just be burning these choices. On the other hand, if people are also thinking this, they may avoid the bills and more people should, will, will be going down with these other teams that they shouldn't. And look, we know that three teams are going to win on Thanksgiving. If we have to take a coin flip, we'll take a coin flip. I mean, we just might have to deal with that and just, you know, it's Russian roulette, man. It's, it's worse. It's worse than Russian roulette. It's Russian roulette with three bullets, but we may just have to play one game of that when the time comes for like, you know, $150,000 worth of equity. You know, we may have to money line. We might have to do something. We don't, I don't know. You know, we might have to figure something out, but
1: And I will counter that the alternatives, there's not another spread. That's eight points even this week. Uh, And we've already used Tampa Bay. If we feel confident about that, we've already used them. I mean, Kansas city at Philadelphia. Um, I think Tennessee is an absolute, that's a a live dog. The jets right there. I hope a lot of people load up on Tennessee and Zach will. I mean, I'm, I don't know, man. Okay. So it sounds like.
0: Okay. So let's just, let's just like talk about the possibility. So if we were to say, okay, we don't want to burn that team. My number two, Cincy, my number three is the saints. Even though I think the giants are going to give them a hard time. My number four
1: is New Orleans by that. We didn't mention that in the games, but that should be noted. They actually are playing in new Orleans. I believe, do you know that? That they are. Oh yeah. Okay. I
0: I just assumed it was, but I forgot that they weren't uh, initially forgot about that. uh, It's the first game in the the Super Bowl. I forgot about that first game. I forgot the green Bay game was in Jacksonville. Okay. So there's that. Tampa is my four. Tennessee is my five. Casey is my six. Green Bay is my seven. So Cincy, I would be Cincy would be my number two. Yeah, right. Would be my pivot. So you know, I mean, it's going to be torture that Thursday night game, and I got to watch it in the morning uh, yet again by myself, not knowing what happened. But I would that go. would be the one for sure. I agree. I would go Cincy against Jacksonville, and I'm a little worried they just beat Pittsburgh. Like that's their that's their I know, Super Bowl. I
1: I wish they had lost. And teams are like this is maybe total anecdotal, but I think the teams the following week after the physical games with Pittsburgh like take a toll.
0: And a short week, oh, um, it's really but, bad. Uh, but Jacksonville sucks. But you know Jacksonville old, was playing the first half even without that return kick. Like it wasn't right. ridiculous That's in the first half. They
1: were winning without that pick G- six, right? Weren't they winning the game? And the pick six,
0: they were. And like James Robinson got involved, which is just like a more settled down way of dealing with it. I don't love it. And I don't, you know, since these defense has been pretty good, but yeah, four days after that brutal Pittsburgh game. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the bills are definitely the right play this week, but are we going to burn the team? The problem is we can't use the saints either. Cause they're the other team that plays, you know, you can't, you really just want to no, forget that. Yeah. No, no. We're
1: not losing to your giants. Oh, out. that'd be terrible.
0: <laughs> it would, it, to me, it's the bills and we can't use the bucks and we're not using the saints. Right. And we don't like the Titans and I definitely don't want the chiefs or the Packers. So
1: it's it's Bengals or or Bills. it's
0: Bengals or bills. Okay. And we're going to, we're going to decide that on the show. Okay. I'm kind of leaning bills and letting some people self inflict the way out of the tournament, worrying about Thanksgiving and then just getting to Thanksgiving with like three teams or at least just have one game. There'll be a favorite and you'll take that. And you know, what's really dumb. This is actually why we should take the bills. I, I think I worked it out. The bills may only be two point or pick'em or three point or even four or five point favorites, like you know. And so the difference of having the bills, there's going to be every team's every game's going to have a favorite. I mean, it could be a pick'em, but like, so if the bears are three point favorites or the lot, right, I mean, right. it's like, what are you getting? It that, yeah, it doesn't if matter that you are more confident
1: in that team. It's just the numbers would be another t- option. Would be yeah, I got your
0: saying. You're just going to take a, t- a game, right? And then it's going to be there for you, and to give away like a huge equity advantage this week cause this is also equity, even though it's like easy and like layup, it's like, it's still equity to take the easier win. It's not you know, day knock on wood. There's no locks in the NFL. I know I but, know. But the bills can lose, but it, but it's the right pot odds play to, to take the chalk and to give that up to save for what you don't need to have all of them. You just need to have one game where you have both teams. I think that should be our strategy is to like save that bears lions, which will be easy. And Maybe try to keep one other team just in case that's a pick'em. But even if it's a pick'em, fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're a team of destiny, dude. We can deal with we can survive yeah. a pick'em, right? Yeah. You gotta and push and the chips off.
1: Being alive in Thanksgiving will be a great problem oh. to
0: have. You know what I mean? It'll like, be like, it'll like, be a very yeah. great problem to have when we have a yeah. million dollars in equity and there's six people left. Yeah. Problem yeah. is they're yeah. gonna want to chop, but we're gonna be like, no, we're playing for six. Uh-huh. I don't want half what's half a million gonna do for me at this point of that worthless Fiat. What's half a million <laughs> worth? It's nothing, right? Yeah, you're you all in. You're going to be like, you're going to be like, "Well, we'll be down to two people They'll be like, dude, let's chop. 3 mil each." We're going to be like, "Get the fuck out of my face. We're playing for all the marbles, dude. Come on. Yeah. Just hedge yeah. your bet if you're such a nutless monkey. And we're not even going to hedge cuz we're a team of destiny. You know this happened to me in 2000. I made it to week 17. I was a team of destiny. I didn't hedge and I lost in week 17. I got 0
1: and I promise I wasn't cursing you on the couch to Carly during that Ravens game. I promise the whole time, the whole time I Dude, was like, it's all right. lizzie the process is right. That's like, you should have seen me. Process. I was very level headed. And I was, I'm sure, I'm sure you were,
0: I'm sure yeah, you were, yeah, I'm sure. You know, it's you know, yeah, so yeah, funny. Yeah. What's so funny about that is, you know, I wrote about it in East coast offense, like the whole thing. And the reality is it doesn't really matter. Like you could say, Oh, Marquise, but Marquise Brown. No, but you got lucky, but it doesn't even matter. There's so many things that could have happened. It was what it was. We survived. We don't really care about the details. If you just found out from somebody, oh, yeah, the Ravens won. Oh, cool. And you never watched the game, you could be none the wiser. But I will say this. It does have a real a real practical effect, which is that half the pool has used up the Broncos. We've used up the Ravens. Now, for the market, the market says, actually, you'd rather have the Ravens than the Broncos. But, but it still the,
1: just puts us on an entire we're out of
0: phase. You want to be out of phase. You want to be, you know, just like DFS, just all that stuff. You want to have a weird path in tournaments. Yeah. And big tournaments. always, yeah. always. So that's the result. So. Anyway, it's fun. Yeah, it's, no, already, yeah for that, sure. that thousand is already so worth it to me. Like that was money well spent. Yeah.
1: Oh, I know it was. I saw. Yeah, no, I know for sure. No, that was super, super fun. And I'll all galaxy brain it tonight. Look at the matchup of the Bengals and Jacksonville. But we're probably leaning toward.
0: Buffalo we're probably going on Bills. Yeah. And, and I hope that people not get scared of that Thanksgiving and misunderstand it and pile into all these different into these different games
1: again I mean the Saints might be again if you throw out that one game they were blown out because it was just a total joke with the COVID stuff and they have not even played home yet I mean, maybe they are awesome. I mean, maybe they might be favored by three right? in that game. I mean, you know what I mean? What, I mean,
0: what if Jameis in week six starts picking it up, you know, and, and oh, then if Michael Josh Thomas, Thomas Allen comes back. is
1: hurt. If Josh Allen is hurt, it could be a right. nine and a half point spread.
0: And what if, what if, uh, Michael Thomas comes back and is himself too? Oh, Michael Thomas. Right. Could be back it's today. like a yeah. whole
1: Marquez Calloway is probably putting in those, uh, pro bowl, uh, type numbers by then.
0: Oh, um, of course. No part. doubt. But, Trey uh, Smith. Yeah. Traquan Smith. Yeah. Oh, he's back. Exactly. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. All right. All right. He'll be back. I know. We never talked about how you mocked me for having Marcus Callaway so low. That cracks me up.
1: And you had and you had Debo properly ranked instead of and Cooper Cup uh, went like 13th uh, among receivers. Oh, I love Cup. Yeah, God, I would got scared off with his knee missing the game last year. I would have had him. Every, I should have. Uh, it was so he, obvious. I like, didn't see it this big of a discrepancy between Woods, who's like, to, uh, that, but wow, yeah. I mean, he's the number two. I heard you say Allen took him ninth overall, and a draft totally makes sense. I mean, he's right now my number two fantasy wideout.
0: I have Hill ahead of him still, but I mean, it's, if, if yeah. someone, if, yep. if, if I had come and someone trade offered me Hill straight up, I would take it. But you know, I wouldn't think it was yep. idiotic for them to be uh, offering that. All right. So that's that we'll fit. We'll, we'll wrap up the stuff on the XM show tomorrow anything else on your mind that you want to uh no
1: just just wish me luck on this final stretch for baseball I'm battling a main event a uh, couple um uh, man uh Z- Jeff Zimmerman and Fred Zinke are sharing a team they have been back and forth and uh coming down to the end and I think I'm eighth overall, but I don't think I'm gonna get any money I overall
0: you know. I, 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 you'll get some money for being eighth I think you'll get like yeah yeah but box. not not anything huge
1: but yeah but um no I'm excited no it was a great it was a good baseball year want to finish strong um but um but yeah, no baseball and then the Giants are like totally down to the wire here with the Dodgers two game. And by guy belt, oh, I sent you that. How about oh, yeah. third most homers per plate appearance? Uh, Brandon belt, but the guy can't stay out of his own way. Captain belt. He's known these days, but now fractured thumb a week before the playoffs. Are you kidding me? Very frustrating. But um, when he's on there, he helped your fantasy team list. That's what I just pointed out with the email. Well,
0: so what happened to me is, uh... Shoe and I had this crappy staff league keeper team and we didn't have much money. We didn't have like great keepers. Like people had way better keepers and I got Posey for like a couple bucks. And then we had, we, we had to trade a, a high price pitcher because we would have like no money in the auction. So I traded Kershaw. I said, I, I wrote a list of players, DJ and Jason Brown. I said, I'll trade Kershaw for any one of these guys. And it was like Brandon Rogers and a bunch of guys they had, and Belt was one of them for like four bucks. And they're like, "Okay, we'll take Belt." And Schuler was annoyed. He's like, "Really, Belt?" I'm like, eh, "Dalton likes him. Four bucks. He's Giants guy." So we got Belt and Posey on this like team, and I got like Mitch Haniger for like a few bucks, and I got like oh, I just nice. like got, and then we traded all of our prospects, all of our pay- like we just went all in, even though our team wasn't that good we're still in second, like four points out of first. We probably not. There's like some small 10% chance we get there, but it's just like such an amazing year. Like we just did everything and had this, like we're like the giants. Like we had this total scrub team that we just somehow cobbled right. together <laughs> this crazy season. And it was, it was fun actually to do yeah. it that way. Number um,
1: three and homers per, per
0: back though. Pretty, uh, pretty yeah, So I, I'll but, give um, you credit for belt. Um, okay. man, you had a great season and Corbin burns is pitching tonight, I think. And if he has just a perfect game type game, That may come in. Otani, I think has a locked and then the giants obviously have to win the world series, right? I mean, that's obviously still Uh, kind of a long shot. And then the cherry
1: on top, whom I have in two main event leagues, I don't believe, I believe uh, is uh, I did well in the fantasy pros accuracy rankings finished first this last week. Uh, I'm only saying that because Tommy fam followed me because of it. Clearly he's a fantasy baseball guy only follows like 180 people, but he's like tweeting about wrong week to sit JD McKissick. So
0: Uh, uh,
1: um, real man, Tommy fam, who I just learned from my Yahoo producer, that was not the first time he had been stabbed when he came within an inch of his life outside of that strip Uh. club. Apparently, his dad stabbed him even before that. So, fam is a real man. Follow me on Twitter because of uh, fantasy football. So, And I just wish he had done a little bit better on my two main event teams this year. But uh, again, he was... Struggling within an inch of his life from getting stabbed, so he'll get a pass. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, that's
0: no, that's no he's no John McAfee. Okay, I was but say, to
1: continue my tradition of talking about <laughs> Twitter, uh, yeah. But you, Zubi, by the way, I've been on a couple of podcasts. I listened to since he started following you. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, hey, gonna, man, yeah, I'll give you credit. You?
0: I'll give you credit but, for fam though. Not bad. Okay. All right.
1: Thanks. All right. What about the other stuff? What, what else got in your mind? With
0: you? I, I had something, I swear to God. I mean, I'm really tired because we do these late my time. I, and I, I wrote, I wrote down Sasha's chess tournament and then I had like, this is the one thing I want to talk about. And then I forgot. And I just can't remember what it is, but I did have a couple other things. Did you see the, uh, I shouldn't even talk about this. Cause it's this so stupid that Colbert segment where he's got oh, these like man. dancing needles yeah, and stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. dude, like, it speaks for itself. I, there's nothing to say about it. I mean, there was a great tweet that I retweeted from um, Bridget festacy She said, "Black Mirror didn't go far enough." Yeah,
1: this, you, be, you shouldn't be shocked, though, after seeing his reaction to Jon Stewart when he was on the show. You know, he was just so mortified at the things Stewart was saying.
0: So, oh, yeah, when he was I saying mean, that it was a lab leak, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys, like all of those guys, all the they're supposed to be comedians, but they've just become state propagandist it's very creepy like whole thing and then there's that new york governor I, I made a joke about sermon i don't know if you saw her preaching her religious uh, i missed in, this i missed it the speech she gave you should check out that no you shouldn't you shouldn't check it out you know what i just wrote a tweet today saying well i think it's okay to check out politicians because they are they do still have some power and you should be aware maybe of what they're doing but Just like the legacy media, I realize this, because Heather and I get in arguments sometimes, and and she agrees with a lot of what I say, not everything, but she'll be like, yeah, but they think this. The New York Times, of course, they're spitting it like this. Oh, well, the New York Times, of course, is saying this. And I'm like, I just, I really don't want to know what they think. And I've actually gone out of my way, mute and block a lot of those, in what's my opinion, disinformation sources, because...
1: Who's um, they? What do you mean they? Who's they?
0: The narrative makers. The New York Times. What does the New York Times think? Or what is the, the powers the, that be? The powers, powers that be, be that are laundered through each of these outlets. Like you know, what does the cable news pundit say? Or whatever. What are they saying about this? You know, oh, what are they saying about this study or that thing? When you can see, put on
1: the screen, when you see a thousand of the same local news stations repeating yeah. literally the same yes. exact talking points, yes. literally by word
0: by right. word. Yeah. And and I that's think that's. They. That good thing. to see like that that's how it's working or like build back better like zombified every single leader of every nation and Nancy Pelosi and every Congress person's like build back better like they're zombies and they're like reciting this thing yeah. you yeah. know sort of almost like th- their brain has been taken over and they have to recite this thing but I, I was posting about how like okay fine if a politician says something I'm not saying I, I've actually muted and blocked a lot of politicians I just don't want to know what they're saying because if, if I just feel they're propagandists and I realized like I say a lot of shit on Twitter and a lot of people are like, Oh dude, I can't believe you're saying all this stuff. And I, I realized like the reason I say it and i I just say stuff that I really believe is true. And I, of course I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm not, I'm earnest. I actually some sincere what I'm saying is that I don't see what everybody else is thinking. It's kind of like doing your draft and not knowing what the real ADP should be like, all Oh, all I can't right. have Depot ahead of IU. Cause look what everyone else thinks, you know? And that's kind of the same thing with your beliefs, right? If you, if you like believe there's like a whole bunch of lies and so much of this is just not remotely about public health, it's about control. And you see everybody else going along with stuff, then you're going to be like, "Uh-oh, I'm the only one. I'm the only person who thinks this or or you know, most people don't agree with me and I better keep my mouth shut." And I think that's how a lot of people feel because they just see so much of this around them. And I didn't do it for this reason, but I realized this is like a, a side benefit, like this weird unintended Benefit that I didn't expect. I think people don't realize that your attention field—the things you pay attention to—are a vector for poisons and toxins, just like your digestive tract is. Like people know if they pay attention, if you eat seed oils or you eat refined carbohydrates, candy, you know, cakes, uh, baked goods all the time. People know. I mean, you know that that's a poison that's going to damage your body and it's going to cause you know bad things to happen to your to your metabolism. And it's a poison. And you also know, you know, people know things about like, you know, certain plastics are very bad or, you know, polyester is not a good fabric. You know, if you look at stuff, you could say, oh, this is, you know, this can get through my skin or this is, I'm eating this stuff that's not good or I'm inhaling exhaust or, you know, pollution that the pollution level is really high in this city and uh, breathing that in is, is toxic. We, we can, we understand that completely and and, and we to varying degrees, take pains to avoid those things, but I don't think people realize that what's in your attention field, that goes into your eyes and ears and into your brain as information, is itself can be quite toxic. And uh, you know, a certain word, a certain phrase, a certain way of putting somebody down, or 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 being nasty to them, or, or making them feel like if they say something that they believe they'll be shunned. That stuff affects your brain. You know, that stuff affects your brain. And this guy, Ben Kaufman, who I follow, who's like this Bitcoin guy, posts a lot of good stuff. He wrote that he has a substack. And in his first one, he wrote something that was really profound. And he said, I don't know if I said this before, but he said that the point of the propaganda is not, is not to convince critical thinkers. They are never going to convince a critical thinker to accept something just because the authority said it. That will never work. The point of the propaganda for them is to make them think that they're alone. They're convincing. Credulous people who are scared and just want to belong and they'll just believe anything. But for the critical thinker, th- that's not going to be sufficient motivation for him to give up his perceptions. So what, th- what they do instead is make the critical thinker think, I guess I'm the only one that thinks this, like nobody's there. I'm alone. And, and when you cut out all of the propaganda and then find, you know, better and better sources and friends and people who care about being a human being and, and thinking for yourself, you don't feel alone, so and what that does is that emboldens you to say things and to to um, speak up because you've you've basically cut off this massive toxin. Just like if you were to ingest too many seed oils, you wouldn't be able to physically be strong or capable in your life. Eventually, you know, obviously it takes some time. So anyway, I just wanted to say that that was just. I started to realize today, like, oh, yeah, I say this stuff because I don't even know that there's anyone else who doesn't agree. I mean, I know, obviously, but it's not in my face. It's not in my brain. I'm not taking in the toxin that's making me shrivel up and and not say what I think is true. And everybody else is so exposed to this toxin, it's like paralyze them. If people were to just shut it off, you'd see, like just like cutting out bad foods, you'd lose weight and get in shape, have more energy. Over months, your brain would suddenly free up, and you would just say stuff. You You would just be like, no, I just don't agree with that. Truth would come out. This stuff, like an oozing, toxic sludge that makes your brain paralyzed and makes you not quite sure of yourself. I'm not sure they gaslight you so bad. Oh, this is true. Oh, Officer Sicknick got killed by the fire extinguisher. Oh, Russiagate. What was the latest one that was just completely debunked that they were going on about? Oh, the Biden story. Oh, Russian disinformation that they suppress that stuff's all fake. Right. But like at the time, if you were exposed to, to legacy media, you know, you, you doubt yourself cause you're getting so gaslighted. You'd be like, maybe I'm the one who's wrong.
1: And stop putting on suntan lotion. You have me thinking here too. No, the uh, legacy media, I totally agree with you. Um, first of all, like like John Oliver, whom I used to defend, I have to, Fast forward half of his shows these days. Deadspin, um, whom I defended against with you, and you said they were, uh, you know, too woke back in the day. Defector, the the new version of Deadspin today, had this crazy article attacking Glenn Greenwald for praising Jonathan Isaac's stance. And I mean, of course, they they resort to that hominem and call him a butt butt player, and it's just it's it's frustrating, man. And I'm and I hear you. It's 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 out there. Um, one guy I will say different is, is Bill Maher, although he did attack my almond industry. Um, he pushes back on a lot of this stuff, and it's hilarious to watch the other people he have uh, uh, when just like mortified of the things he says because yeah. it's just not in line with the rest of the propaganda. So, but I, yeah, it's it's everywhere.
0: It's 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 kind of scary but i mean what else can you do except just shut it out like i really think like people think oh i've got to you know i've got to refute this or i've got to like you know quote tweet this and sometimes i fall into that trap but like i think like you just really need to create a movement where we just cut those people out like they're just you just don't expose yourself to that just the same way i'd say you know just don't go into a you know just yeah. don't eat a bag of doritos if you're over 30 or Definitely, if you're over forty, you know no, not I'm like trying a, to
1: get people off my timeline to get me upset at things. Yeah, what is the point of getting upset or hearing the noise and
0: put a poison in your brain to make you think, oh no, give up, yeah. you've already lost? When the opposite is actually true. When, when the truth is the most, you know, having conviction is the most powerful thing. And and believing in what you say and standing for something, having principles is much more powerful than just fear and and <clears throat> conformity and compliance, and and so of course you're going to win. But but this is this nefarious way in which they undercut you. And I just feel like oh no 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 you don't don't refute it don't argue with them just zero zero of that get rid of it, it, it you don't need it. There's so many good sources of information, so many excellent sources that that tell the truth. So anyway. That's that. I think that's enough. I was going to say something about those NBA guys. With Jonathan Isaac's the guy's name. I don't even follow the NBA. And well, then uh, Andrew
1: Wiggins. I mean, my Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Well, how about Bradley Beal? Yeah, how about Bradley Beal? Yeah, I know, Bradley, I know, but Beal. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Bradley Beal. you're. I'm. Yeah.
0: I'm just yeah. saying these guys are. They're not the straw man, the idiot. Oh yeah, you know Trump. Whatever he says, I believe. These are like smart, educated, oh, I, yeah, understanding, think, understanding the science. Yeah, go watch. And I'm like. No. The guy, the guy's just like clear as day and calm. And he's just like, you know, loving your neighbor means loving the neighbor that disagrees with you. It's, it's not, you know, only the neighbor that agrees with you or looks like you. And I don't know, man. I thought that was powerful. Um, apropos of nothing. I got one final thought. Uh, you have anything else? Liz? I was just going to say, I just noticed this. I, I didn't notice at the time. Actually, I did notice at the time, but I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't want the guy to get any satisfaction, but Scott left a really nasty review like a year and a half ago. And then this summer deleted it and then reposted it. So it's the top review. Like it's the exact same. just copied and pasted it. So it's just somebody who is upset. I don't know about lots of things in life, whatever. I don't care. It's not an important person, but if you want to leave a nice review, if you enjoy this podcast, that would be appreciated. Um, I don't think it actually affects anything, but I just like, you know, if you're going to go and check out, if someone checks out the podcast, it's nice that the top few reviews are, are good reviews. So, if you're inclined go ahead and do that and if you're signing up for rotowire rotowire.com pod um and you want to mention a lot of you have actually mentioned the podcast if you enjoy it if that's one of the reasons you uh found rotowire or like rotowire that's always appreciated as well that's all i got close it out man what do you got just got a, a funny little health
1: story i heard um a guy who eats clean went to red lobster uh, ordered uh, all he got was uh, a bunch of lobster and the drawn butter and nothing nothing else Woke up middle of the night, felt really sick and, and horrible, and something was wrong. You know, why that doesn't make sense, you know? You know, you know. so he, he tweeted about it. Long story short, um, he was informed that that drawn butter at Red Lobster is a product called Whirl W H I R L. It has like a six month shelf life. It doesn't even need to be refrigerated. It's literally Ugh. grape seed, rapeseed oil. Ugh. So the butter that they're serving at Red Lobster that you think that is literally warm vegetable oil. I mean, that's a Frankenstein, Franken food. When you, it's when poison. You, seeds and it, seeds, it, seeds itself. It's not bad to eat, but once you manipulate it to create an oil, it doesn't just become an oil on its own. You have to, right. uh, you know, change it, manipulate the chemicals and it's it causes inflammation and all those things that cause serious chronic disease. So isn't that wild? You think you're having butter, delicious fresh butter with your lobster and it's literally vegetable oil.
0: Yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. Uh, well, no. I don't eat there and there's a reason why, but yeah, it's like, he tried to just like do it the right way and see if he could. And, uh, that product. And
1: that's just, I thought you'd get a kick out of that. I mean, that's that's funny. I go to,
0: I go to restaurants here sometimes when I order eggs. And one time I I like this place, but the eggs seemed a little like, you know, had some oil in them. And I said, can you cook it in butter? And they were like, no problem. You can do that. And I, you know, whenever I go to like a buffet in Vegas, they spray that shit in, in the omelet. That's vegetable toxic. Just can you just cut a little piece of butter, cook it in it, you know. So something you can do.
1: Yeah, like ghee. even better ghee. All right, dude, man. Good times. Good stuff. All right, man. We'll good stuff. Let's do it, time. man.
0: What a, what team, a team of destiny. Five and zero. Man. Team of destiny. Dude. Team of destiny. Yeah.
1: That was so sick.
0: The Ravens. Though. I mean, it was not that. I the mean, sickest thing of all God. time. <laughs> There's six no six way. The After nobody but it, it was on top of that fourth and nineteen. It was just little, the sickest thing of all time. That was so sick. Yeah. All right, man. All right, man. Take it easy. Later. Later.